Welcome to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast, the place where you find the tactical and practical business and leadership knowledge you need to help you build a successful and scalable franchise enterprise. I'm Aisha Bascaro, the founder and CEO of the American Franchise Academy and a 30-year veteran in the franchise industry with experience in Fortune 500 global brands like Domino's Pizza, Popeye's Luciana Kitchen, and Darden Restaurants. Franchise executive turned teacher and entrepreneur. Let's get started. Hi, welcome to today's show. And before we get started into today's topic, I wanted to share something a little bit different. So if you can hang in there for with me for a little bit. My first job, my very first job in the franchise industry was as a pizza delivery driver. Yes, pizza delivery driver. That was my first job. And like many people that get into the food service industry, you know, we never think that we're going to stay with it. You know, we think of it as something that is going to be a temporary thing in between jobs or in between careers into our path for our future. And yet some of us find, you know, the food service or the franchise industry so um, interesting and amazing and, and full of opportunity that we just stay with it for the rest of our lives. And so I'm one of those people and I just, you know, go back and think of, you know, being a pizza delivery driver, an assistant manager, a manager, district manager, training specialists have lived in 14 countries implementing and opening the new units of uh, franchise global brands across the world. I mentioned lived in 14 countries. I actually ran a master franchise in a country for two brands and being in the corporate executive high levels in the C-suites, you know, overseeing or supporting CEOs or C-level executives, as well as running operations, 63 units in three states with district managers, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, it has been a long career of great experiences, lots of knowledge, wonderful people I have worked with, and uh, truly where we got where it got me today as the founder and CEO of the American Franchise Academy. And so I just wanted to stop for a moment and acknowledge that and share that with you if you didn't know that about me and just say that I am so thankful for what this industry has given me and my life and my career, the opportunities that it has brought, as well as the ability to then create this academy and share all that knowledge, experience, and best practices that not only did I acquire personally, but also from knowing and working with top performing franchisees across the industry and literally across the world. So having said that, thank you for being here. Thank you for spending some time with me and listening to, you know, to these words and listen to the knowledge and best practices that I share, not only from my knowledge, but from the wisdom of so many franchisees that have shared with me. So having said that, let's go ahead and move on to today's topic on how to eliminate franchise owner overwhelm, which I think it could also be applied to CEO or founder, business owner, overwhelm. So let's talk about it. You know, it had always said that when you are at the top, the buck stops with you. And while it is true that you are ultimately responsible for uh, what happens in your business, it doesn't mean necessarily that you must do it all. Actually, it doesn't mean that at all. And having that mentality that you have to do it all, not only be accountable for, but actually do it all, all that does 
is that it leads to more stress, to more problems, and a constant feeling of overwhelm. And that is something that does not do you any good as a leader of your organization. Now, what it is important that you talk, that you know, is how, what causes this feeling of overwhelm and what can you do about it? And believe me, I have been in situations like this all my life constantly, and I have to redirect myself with what I'm going to share with you today so that I can reduce that level of overwhelm to the point that I can manage it and still get things done. Because at the end of the day, the reason you get overwhelmed mostly is because you do not know how to make it any different. So first of all, let's talk about why this happens. Why do we have this mentality? And the reality is that it happens because we want things done in our business the way that we want to get them done. And we believe that nobody else can do it but us, at least not the way we want to get it done. Now, what it is important is that we, because I've been part of that, I'm guilty on that, we have to understand and be clear that what is the impact that doing this does on ourselves? You know, because while it is true, it is true that nobody can do things the way we would do them, like literally no one, because they're not us, right? And it doesn't mean that they couldn't do it better than us, but for some reason, we believe that we can do it better than anybody else. But that down the road, when you learn to delegate, you realize that that may, no, may not be exactly true. But let's say that they cannot do it as well as we can. Let's say that they won't, they will do it a little bit, you know, a little bit worse than we can. What if that was true? But that also means that you will have the freedom to do other things. That it might not be perfect the way they do it, but the way they do it is okay. And maybe even great. Maybe not perfect, but maybe great. How about that? You know, because otherwise, what we need to realize is that if we take it on, not only the responsibility of leading an organization, but also the responsibility of doing everything within it, then what is the impact on us? What is the impact on our lives? What is the impact on the lives of the people that love us and we are responsible for to take care of, you know, like our families and our friends? The quality of our life will be very different if we're able and willing to accept that while things may not get done exactly the way we want to get it done, that maybe the way that other people can do them is still good and maybe even great. So let's talk about, you know, what are the three questions that you need to ask yourself to solve this problem, to solve the problem of overwhelm, okay? So the first question that you need to ask yourself to start solving this problem is, does it really have to be have to get done? So that's the first question. Does this thing that we have made a list of or put it in the wall or in our you know on our to-dos in our doc in our, in our notebooks or somewhere, does that task really need to get done? And does it need to get done right now? Maybe today? Does it really need to get done today? Maybe it can be done next week. Or if not next week, could it be done next month? A lot of the stress that we put in ourselves is because we create this list of things that need to get done. And somehow we feel that they all need to get done and all need to get done right away. Within that question, you need to think, what if it doesn't get done? Because if we're taking on doing everything, trust me, everything is not getting done. Things are being dropped at some point in time. And so you need to look at all the things that need to get done and think, what if it doesn't get done? 
what is the consequence of something not getting done? Is it simply that you just don't get done a report that you said you were going to do, but that truly doesn't have an, an impact in your business? Or maybe a certain meeting that really, if you don't have the meeting, it won't really have an impact in your business. And here's where, you know, where you need to really think through, because what happens is that when we think that we have to get everything done, they're going to be things done. They're going to be things that are not getting done. So how about you deciding what are the things that are not getting done versus having the lack of time decide what doesn't get done? Because if you just let the lack of time decide what is not going to get done, sometimes the important things, the things that really truly need to get done, don't get done. So first start with that question. Does this task action really needs to get done? And if it does need to get done, does it need to get done today or next week or next month or maybe in six months and it's still going to be okay? That way you can reduce the level of stress of what is urgent and what you got to do right now. Because if you can know and assign it for a future time, then that level of overwhelm will go down. So that's the first question. Does it really need to get done now? The next question is, which is very important. Do you really have to get it done? Does it really have to be you? Or could be somebody else? As an owner of a franchise or an organization, there are going to be people to whom you can delegate to. And one of the things that we talk with our clients is that you have your internal team and then you can have your external team, you know, the accountants, the lawyers, you know, the external supporters that can actually do things for you on your behalf or your organization. So it doesn't have to be you. At the end of the day, let's say that you're opening a new unit. You're not the one over there putting the walls up. You're not the ones doing the foundation or installing the equipment, I would think. <laughs> so therefore, there are other people out there that, of course, for a price, can do things. But that's when you have to realize... Why is it worth it to you? Is you spending two, $300 a month worth not having to do your accounting? Would you spend that money in exchange for your time? Because sometimes that's what it comes to, you know, spending, you know, spending time to get your time, uh, spending money to get your time back. So does it really have to be you? And if not you, then who? Who can you delegate to? And it doesn't always have to be an external team member. There are people within your organization that are offering help to you all the time, not only because they want to help you, but because they want to learn what you're doing. They want to learn how you're doing it and they want to be able to do it so that they can actually help you and learn. So why not look at them as somebody or somebody's <laughs> that you can actually delegate tasks to? So if it's not, if it doesn't have to be really you who does that task, why not delegate it for someone that is willing and able and wanting to help you with that task? And they may do it, should I say, better than you. So delegating is going to be is going to be very important. And accepting that it is okay that if you if you delegate a task, that it may not be perfect. And perfect meaning the way that exactly the way you would do it. Be open to the possibility that someone else can do it just as well, maybe just a little different. And this will help you in the step number two to reduce or eliminate your owner's overwhelm. Okay, so let's go to the third question that you need to ask yourself on your road to be able to reduce that overwhelm. And the question is, if you have to do it, then when are you going to do it? 
because having to-do list, I'm going to tell you a to-do list is a, to no, a, a do not done list. <laughs> Usually when we have do li to-do lists, it's something that we look at, you know, refer to once in a while, but we're not completely committed to get it done. And we're not committed to get it done and we will not be committed to get it done until we actually put it in our calendar. Because sometimes we are super ambitious and super hopeful and maybe dreamers because we build this to-do list that is longer than you can imagine and it is not possible to get it done. And when you do not assign it a time in your calendar, you will not be able to be realistic as to what it's going to take to make it happen. So make sure that if you have to do it, that you immediately assign a time and a day on when you're going to get it done. Now, it doesn't have to be right now or today, maybe not next week, but in two weeks, in a month. If it's something that you truly committed, that you truly believe that it must get done, then it has to be able to have a space in your calendar in which you're going to be 100% committed and focused and determined to get it done in that time. So not only do you need to put it in your calendar, but assign it the proper amount of time that you believe it will require to get it done. Until you put it in your calendar, you're not committed to it. And all it's doing is building up this list of things that you have to get done that give you that stress, that anxiety, additional problems, and a huge sense of overwhelm. The moment that you transfer those to-do things into your calendar, assuming, number one, that you have to do it, and number two, that it has to be you, the one that has to do it, then the moment that you put them in your calendar and you know that it's a place and a time in which you're going to get it done, your mind goes at ease. And you are able to reduce, if not eliminate, the sense of overwhelm. No more to-do list. If you have to do something, you got to put it in your calendar so that you know that in that time, that task will get done. Now, it's not so easy as that because you have to be realistic about it and also committed that when that comes up in your calendar, you truly are going to focus on that. Now, things happen all the time. And here's where, as you know, business owners... And franchise owners, we need to be realistic and understanding that we also need to be masters at differentiating between urgent and important. And so there are things that are urgent and come up that come up that we got to tend to. And that may derail us from what we believe is important that we have important enough that we put in our calendar. When that happens, then we have to go back to our calendar and our tasks and get back to where we need to be. And sometimes that means moving things from one day to the next or from one week to the next. Just have it and give it a time assignment on when you know you are going to get back to it and get it done. And that is how you're able to reduce, if not eliminate, your franchise owner overwhelm. You have to be true to yourself. You have to be honest with your time. And when you do that, you are able to then eliminate things that you know you don't really have to do. And then you are able to hopefully delegate things to other people that are not only are able, but willing to do it. And at the end, we can focus on the things that are important, that deserve our time, and that we are going to get done. And that is the magic of eliminating overwhelm. I hope that this uh, little talk helped you, that you practice uh, this knowledge or this you know, way to process your tasks and your activities so that in the 2023 year, it becomes the most productive year for you and you're able to get things done and feel successful and accomplished in your business. 
thank you for being with me on this show. If you're one of those franchisees that feels overwhelmed, understands what I'm talking about, but you still feel that you have too many things that you need to get done in your organization and you need some guidance and coaching on how to make that happen, I would like to invite you to our upcoming multi-unit masterclass. It's a masterclass that we teach once per quarter where we go through the four systems that a multi-unit franchisee must have in their organization so that they can not only define the policies and processes and procedures, but they're able to delegate them to their team, train them on how to do them just the way we want to do them so that they can do a successful and effective job at making that happen. So if this is of interest to you, join us on our next free masterclass at multiunitmasterclass.com. Thanks for being with me and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Franchise Success Formulas podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast so that you never miss a show and leave a review so that other people like you can find us and receive the value that you just did. Here at the American Franchise Academy, we have an important mission of protecting the American dream of business ownership through franchising. And with your help, we can do a lot more of that. Thank you for being part of our community and see you next time.